Before we get started, I wanted to let you know about our monthly membership called the High Risers Club. Building upon the foundation of our program, Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors, the High Risers Club is designed to help members gain a more expansive knowledge of and confidence around the most important aspects of commercial real estate. Each month, we'll take a deep dive into one specific commercial real estate topic, and you can join me and my team live every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time to learn and answer your questions. To sign up, click the link in the show notes or go to coachjeffwright.com slash the High Risers Club. Hi, this is Coach Jeff Wright. And in my podcast, Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors, we will take a deep dive with industry experts into different aspects of commercial real estate. My ultimate goal is to give you the knowledge, confidence, and belief that you can transact commercial real estate at a high level, just like you do with residential real estate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's segment of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. So this segment, we're going to do something a little bit different, and I'm going to talk about a program that I've written and delivered to audiences for probably 20, 25 years. And the program itself is called To Win the Year, because in order for us to have maximum success residentially, or commercially, or in any other sales field, there's certain things I think we need to do to be able to have that level of success. And I call it to win the year. So the fundamental principle of the philosophy is to win the day by keeping the most important things the most important. That's point number one. And I'm going to take you through the different points. Point number two is to start today. You don't have to wait for January 1st or some other predetermined beginning because now is a great time to start for anything that we really want to accomplish. Number three, I say to everyone is, how do you want to be known? This for me is just a huge focus in my personal life. You know, what do people say about you? What's your reputation, your honesty, integrity, your expertise? or your care and compassion, or your kindness. People like to do business with people they like and trust. So I say to everybody, try to befriend every agent in a negotiation. Thank them for their effort. Treat everyone in the transaction, and I mean everyone, with kindness and respect. Point number four is focus and priorities. Because knowing what is important to you will allow you to create a plan of action that you can track to see if you're going in the direction of your goals. The focus should be in the activities that are most important to you personally and professionally. Point number five is to visualize success. Because once we know what we want, we need to see ourselves succeeding at it. And I say to everyone, dream big, because if you believe you can, you absolutely have a much better chance of being able to do something. If you believe you can, I say you can. And I use for me in life, I use the Roger Bannister story just as an example that I often think about. Because he chose, for those that don't know Roger Bannister, he's the first person that broke the four minute mile. 
and science scientists said it was impossible for a human to be able to do that. But Roger Bannister chose not to believe others, but really to believe himself. Now, he didn't just believe that he could. He got in shape physically and mentally. You know, he put the work in, as we say. And once he put that work in, you know, part of it, he visualized breaking the four-minute mile, and he did. So point number six is belief. Once you can picture yourself doing something, you will have a stronger belief that you can do it. Again, Roger Bannister visualized beating the four-minute mile, and he did. Number seven is to make a plan. You know, we know what we want now. Let's create a plan to get from point A to point B. This plan, for everybody to know, will need revisions along the way. It will absolutely need adjustments along the way. What I say to everyone, the plan must be in writing, or at least the highlights of the plan need to be in writing. I also think it needs to be visible, because if it's out of sight, it's going to be out of mind. And when I say visible, I'm talking about you literally could have something on your nightstand or on your mirror that you look at when you go to sleep at night or even on your, in your car that you look at. And whatever those goals are, whatever that plan is, I think if you're in sales, I think at a minimum you have to have a financial goal that you're going after every day across the board. The next thing, next point, I call it time blocks. We made our plan. Now we've got to execute it. We need to carve out the time for certain action steps. And when I say time block, I mean both personally and professionally because you've got to take care of yourself personally to have the success. I use myself as an example. Before I do anything on a given day, there's three things that I do. Number one, I literally I either go to daily mass or I listen to mass online. Number two, I say prayers and gratitude prayers for all the gifts and blessings in my life. And then I literally exercise seven days a week because that's what allows me to then take control of the day. I need to do that for myself. In addition to that, I say professionally we need to time block and we need to prioritize the things that are most important professionally. For most of us, that's prioritizing closings, contracts that we have, presentations we're going to be making, buyer showings for people that are ready to purchase across the board, you know, business creation, prospecting, education, growth, whatever it might be. The next point is one of my favorite numbers in the world is the number 212. But I want us to think of 212 degrees because a little extra effort for all of us can help a lot. And for those that aren't familiar with 212 degrees, it's obviously one more than 211. But what we need to know is that at 212 degrees, water boils and then turns to steam, and steam can power a locomotive. So that result between 211 and 212, the result of one additional degree of effort or one additional temperature degree for the water was a magical change in terms of what the water did with boiling and turning to steam. I say to everybody, the result of one additional degree of effort over a year and cumulatively over your career or life can lead to extraordinary results. 
Just think about this. One more I love you every day, or thank you note, or I'm sorry, or one more daily prospecting call. What can that do for you? The next point, number 10, I call it happy humans. If you aren't a happy person, you're less likely to find success. I also want you to think about who wants to work or even be around somebody that's not happy, an unhappy person, because we function best when we are happy, and we're happiest when we have success. When we have people that believe in us, it just makes us feel good. Positive energy attracts other positive energy. I say to everyone, run from negative people and environments, because it will almost be impossible for you to win the day and win the different, win the year. Number 11, I call confidence. And in my world, that's a huge difference maker. Confidence really is that self-assurance that we know what we're doing and we'll be able to succeed. Those that are more confident in their abilities have a greater chance of success. My firm's success pyramid is geared to build confidence because confidence unlocks your potential. Number 12, I call it expand your prowess because what I want us to do now is shift to the importance of learning. The more we learn, there's no doubt in my mind, the more you're going to earn. In order to succeed at getting your goals, you're going to have to learn and continue to learn new skills and approaches along the way. I tell everyone that I think being an A-plus student in your profession, whatever you're doing, it's something we can all achieve, and it's something that's really critical to have a high level of success. Point number 13, I call it separating from the crowd. You know, education's a major separator. When I listen to top performers' interviews, especially in my own firm, there are three things I always take away. Number one, their desire to have success or to be the best. Number two, their confidence. And three, their education knowledge. They're always learning, whether it's mastermind groups, whatever it might be. Because I say to all of us, what is your unfair advantage? Why should someone do business with you? And we just got to keep thinking about those things as we go through to win the year. 14, I call be the expert, that A-plus student, because ed education helps lead us to that expertise. And when I say expertise, somebody going in the commercial world or in the residential world, what is expertise to me? It's industry knowledge, which we can all get. It's market knowledge, which we can all get. Product knowledge, property type, transaction type, whether it's residential or commercial, we can all get it and you can get it in both. The next thing I say is to develop your point 15, your elevator speech because you're going to have to talk about yourself and what you do at certain points. And the focus should not be on what you've accomplished. You should really be using third-party stories so you can focus on potential emotional buttons and fear buttons and pain buttons for whoever you're talking. And I'm going to give an example in the residential world. When I talk to someone, depending on their situation, I say things like this. Most people hire me for one of three reasons. One, they're concerned about getting full market value for their home. Two, they have a fear that their house may not sell in the time frame they need. Or three, they were upset that the last realtor did not make them feel like a priority. Again, you need to connect through emotional and pain points versus bragging about yourself. 
point number 16 is I call it getting to know you. You're going to have a pre-appointment phone conversation or face-to-face -face with someone. Bonding and rapport begins then. So you want to think about a series of questions that will allow you to learn what you can about what's most important to them. It's got to be about them. Point number 17, those who are going to be more successful are going to master their presentation skills. And what we've got to always think about is that we've got to appear confident. We've got to be in control. We've got to focus on them. We've got to, once again, know what's important to them. We've got to listen to them. We've got to ask questions. Point number 18, we need to always focus on improving our negotiating closing skills. Because the better you're at this, the more comfortable you're going to be, the more confident you're going to be, and the more money you will make overall. Number 19 is we always got to be able to manage our professional stress. And part of what I tell people, it's to important understand that there's four different personality types, four different part of the DISC profile. And people are not going to change for you, so we must adopt for them across the board. I also say if you are feeling stress, you need to self-evaluate what creates that stress for you. It could be a lack of knowledge. You can improve that. It could be self-confidence. You can improve that. You just aren't feeling okay just as a human, just overall. We can work on that. It can be your communication that's leading to the stress, not doing as well as you can, or maybe it's your organizational skills. But no matter what, part of winning the day and winning the year is managing your own stress. Number 20, I call it be curious, because being curious will allow you to build bridges, whereas casting judgments about others can destroy those bridges. And I just say this to everyone. If someone does not seem right or seems unnecessarily or uncharacteristically short or rude, don't punch back. Ask questions. Find out what it is that may have them off that given day. I say to everyone, I know that kindness is magical. No one has a perfect life. No human is perfect. Point 21 is what I call feeling okay. This is just a big deal. We don't want to make anyone in life feel not okay. And as strange as this sounds, as strange as it was to me when I first learned the science about this, is that people learn by the time they're five years old how they're going to view the world and how they feel about themselves, if they're not okay or if they are okay. The other part of the science that was crazy to learn is that 75% of the world does not feel okay. Three out of four people believe that you and I are okay, but they're fighting for okayness. Three out of four. So what does that mean in our sales world? Help people in life feel okay because a seller or buyer is not going to work with you if you make them feel more not okay. Point number 22, bonding and rapport, and we've touched on this, but it's really important to understand, just like making people feel okay, bonding and rapport is so very important. In order to do this, we need to understand how the current customer or client does what? How they interpret the world. 
because again, they're deciding that first five to seven minutes where they can trust us or not. And they're doing that as crazy it may seem based on our body language is 55% of what goes into that judgment, whether they can trust us, how we carry ourselves, what level of confidence. It's also our tone of voice is 38% of what's helping them make the decision. Is it kind? Is it welcoming? Is it making them feel we can help them? And words are only 7% of it, but bonding and rapport is critical. And our goal should always be to earn their trust and confidence now and forever and to make it a great transaction for them. Point 23 is to always know that we need to uncover pain. If somebody's calling us to help us with something, why are they calling us? We need to uncover their pain, their needs, and their wants. And we need to always remember that pain is four times the motivator for someone making a decision. So we cannot really create a full solution for them until we know the scope of their problem. Again, what is most important to you? Point 24, we're in the sales business. Daily prospecting is critical. To build a highly successful business, we have to figure out how to create and increase our opportunities. There's many ways to do it, many ways to do it. But most important is to find a way that you're going to do it consistently across the board. And I also want to just say to everyone, the more you focus on creating business, the more you're going to control your own destiny across the board. Point 25 is client communication. You've got to keep in touch with your clients. You know what they want, give it to them. Whether it's CRM, video, social media, texting, whatever it is, client appreciation events. All I know is when I say keep in touch with them and communicate with the ones that have hired you, do a great job making them feel like you're on top of everything for them. But those that you've transacted with, you need to stay in touch with them. You need to just include them over and over again because those are your greatest repeat business and referral source that you could have. Point number 26, and we're getting to the end, is raving fans. Raving fans in my world, I think all of us, it should be one of our top goals to win the year. And I mean, when I say creating Raven fans, I'm talking about out of your family, your friends, your clients, and your colleagues. Because I believe that the more you give, the more you will see, receive in life. And raving fans will give back. And obviously, they're a great referral source. Point 27, the power of thank you. I just say, how do you feel when someone thanks you or shows appreciation? I know it makes me feel great. So just remember how powerful a thank you is. The more you show appreciation and kindness, the more you give, the more you're going to get. I call it like the thank you gratitude strategy. And then point 28 is we need to take action. You know, we've talked. I call it enough talk. We've talked about all the stuff we've got to do. Let's take action. And it's got to be based on the acronym WIN. And please, so important to re remember this. WIN stands for doing what is important now, personally and professionally. Have a great day. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Commercial Real Estate for Residential Realtors. As a reminder, please subscribe to this podcast to receive new episodes as soon as they are released. For more information on me, my team, and my educational programs, visit my website at www.coachjeffwright.com.
Thank you for listening, and here's to your success.